You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Grolix Nights, our first Twitch live stream. Yeah. Holy moly, welcome hey, to Twitch. I, I'm, Ra- us. You get I'm to Randy, see us. and I'm joined <laughs> off-screen by who? Melanie. Melanie. <laughs> who? That's, a, that's a real person. Yep. It is. It's a chicken person. All right. The Grolix chicken. Uh, who else we got? Looks like it's we got uh, uh, We got our... our who's that? That's Kevin Costner, friends. Welcome to the show. This is Kevin Costner saying, welcome to Grolix Nights. That's real. Kevin Costner. Kevin, Kevin Costner. She, she didn't even look. It's yes, a visual folks, it's one of those you have to look. She didn't even look. She didn't realize I did that for Melanie's benefit. No. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. I don't think she enjoyed it anymore. Yeah. I, know. Yeah. I, I, I think that she got that same amount of enjoyment <laughs> out of the visual aspect. <laughs> well, that's Jesse, our resident. Our resident Hi, I'm Jesse. <laughs> Kevin Costner and Kevin Costfar. Yeah, Holly came in from the other room to see that. Kevin Costner, Kevin Costfar. I feel like there was a groan. It's not even a groan. She's not even giving me that. She's used to it. Oh. That, that's, <laughs> that would be encouragement. <laughs> And uh, the guy on the couch, like a little bit, so I'm gonna the stop. The guy on the couch, who's wearing okay. a shirt. I was wondering if you remember. Yeah. Okay. Who are you? Welcome. I am Moose. I am Moose today. Hi, Paul. I'm the shirted Moose. <laughs> I don't say Moose. <laughs> I reject your name. <laughs> I reject your name and call you by another. <laughs> Except your name is also the title of your forthcoming podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, could good. be fun. Randy, do that on a stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paul, you're a, you're a bit of a regular on Girl yes, Nights, our live show, but uh, you, you are going to be launching your own podcast soon. Might as well do that little bit of promotion off the top. Yes, next Friday will be the launch of my new horror podcast, Moose's Monster Mash, where we talk about different horror movies each month. This month we are talking about uh, Halloween's 1 and 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 1 and 2, and the reboot that wiped it all away. So uh, check it out on uh, Moose's Marvelous Woodburnings at Facebook.com. By next month, we should have more places for it to be found. Yeah, and I, I, I've, I've gotten a sneak peek at that episode, and you have a guest, uh, Billy Peck. And yes. he's oh hey, his opinion is not wrong because it's his opinion. <laughs> Rob Zombie Halloween Two is the best. What is he talking about? <laughs> it's insanity. It's insanity. <laughs> My brother has, uh, my brother Jake has really uh, high opinions of the Rob Zombie 
I think it's the first one. The first one. one's not bad. Like he he's a big I'm fan of that first one. The second one. See, I like the first one because it deep. See, I like the first one because it dives more into the backstory. Uh, I think he, that's why he liked it too, and so like I am intrigued, but I have never delved into it because, for my money, I don't need a remake. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to revisit him. I think. Uh, I remember liking the first one, but the second one, I think maybe I'm just so anti Halloween two in the first place, where I'm like, I don't care if it's a different movie. It's Halloween two. It sucks. <laughs> Did I tell you the official title of this episode? Your Halloween episode? Of this episode? Well, uh, of my Halloween episode? <laughs> it, it's Halloween, a two too many. Two <laughs> two. Three twos uh, now? Uh, almost four, or yeah. There will be. All right. Anyway. Okay, so <coughs> what we're actually talking about tonight, we're actually finally going to get to the show. Melanie, are you excited for this? Woo. We're actually getting to the show now. Yeah. <laughs> she's, so, she's, she's reading so like a kindle right book now. or something she, she's reading the poll list for I mean, next she's month reading something i'm i'm researching 70s horror movies. I, I thought so uh okay so no, that's what speaking of uh so our topic tonight is 70s horror movies specifically the best ones and uh we could talk about 70s horror movies in general now, I have a list of my top 10. Basically, this episode is because I put together a top 10 list for a YouTube video and didn't do the video, so I don't want this list to go to waste. Um, plus, well, plus now Halloween. you have a YouTube video. You're right. You're right. Plus, Halloween's coming, so why not, right? Um, I figured we kind of go through my list. The order doesn't really matter so much because uh, I also threw it out to you guys like, hey, think of some of your movies and as we go through these movies you can throw in your movies or just comment on whichever ones we kind of overlap on whatever it's excuse to talk about 70s horror movies um the wider thing overall is that was slick jesse i shouldn't comment on it because on stream nobody will see it but that was slick i seen it (laughs) That's knowing where, dude, that's knowing your frame. That's knowing where your frame's at. That's pretty good. You should be in movies. <laughs> All right. So, oh, you know what? And then I, and then I messed no, it up, man. I, I called it out. I, <laughs> I called like, it okay. out. It was just very entertaining <laughs> to me. He's doing stuff on the other side of the frame, viewers. I'm so used to saying listeners. Viewers, you, you'll never know. It's amazing things. The best things. <laughs> we're not doing it okay so the best things in life are streamed first off i i want to say the reason i chose 70s horror movies i've got other lists but the reason i chose 70s horror movies because initially i was gonna like do like of the decade and i'll just do a series of videos of you know the 70s 80s 90s and i was like well how far back do i want to go and i was looking at the 50s and i was like well i mean they're all stuff like what? What are some of the ones we've done on Grawlix Cinematic Universe? The, like the uh, it came yeah, from outer there's space. There's a lot of stuff or something like that. Like that. Yeah. And not to say there's not good horror movies from the 50s and earlier. Was it the, the day that, that still the Earth good? stood yeah. still? But that's. I mean, I don't know if that's technically horror, but I mean, it's like an existential oh, threat kind of thing. Are you listening? 
in that in that time frame, it was horror. No, I'm just kind of leading us to why we're yeah. talking the 70s instead of other decades. Um, <clears throat> you know, it is sci-fi, but it felt it's kind of it's creepy, right? Like day of the earth stood still. It always felt kind of horror to me. Uh, the Gorm just stands there until he blows everything up. So, <laughs> but in the first few decades of cinema, it is slim pickings, right? Like a top ten list. So basically, so then I jumped to the '60s, and there's there's some great horror movies in the '60s, but man, I was struggling to get to ten. So I'm like, you know what? '70s. That's when it really kicked off. '70s got great horror movies. I had it's so easy to put together put together this list. And then going forwards, you know, like '80s has a ton of horror movies. Like there's a massive explosion, but I don't think it's as like concentrated quality, you know. So, it, well, in the '70s, you can almost have a top ten of your favorite uh, Vincent Price horror movies. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, in and of itself, it's true. I don't think I have any Vincent Price yeah. on here. Although, if I had done I six, that's, I, if I had, I have something that's related to Vincent Price. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and start this list. Let's stop talking about thought process behind 70s. Let's just do 70s. Uh, I'm going to get this one out of the way because it's a weird one that I don't think a lot of you guys are going to have anything to comment on. But uh, my number 10 is Shivers, which is a Cronenberg movie. It's the first Cronenberg movie. And I... So there's two Cronenberg movie, movies from the 70s. I think The Brood would probably make more top 10 lists if people are going to include a Cronenberg on there from the 70s. But Shivers is weird, and it stuck with me way more. I don't remember. I've seen The Brood. I don't know what it's about. I've seen Shivers. It stuck with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's super Cronenberg. Like, right from the get-go, it's so fascinating to me that it was he was just all... It was body horror right off the start. Like, he's just always been Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. But... And, you know, it's basically kind of like a zombie movie, only instead of zombies, they're sex-crazed, infected people. And it's the 70s, and everybody's sweaty and hairy, and it's just... (laughs) It's got to do with parasites. I don't know. It's worth a watch. I don't want to go on too long of a spiel, because I don't think there's going to be a lot of discussion to be had here. But Shivers, you might want to watch it. (laughs) I can't... I mean... But I mean, like Cronenberg, that's that's some big time horror right there. So yeah, I feel I feel like uh, on my list, <laughs> any Cronenberg. I hadn't even heard of Shivers till I think years ago. Melanie, did you watch it with me? Yes, I did. We randomly come across it on TV, and it's like, what? I don't know. It's very Canadian as well, because you know Cronenberg's eh? from Canada. Um, in fact, this I think at this time was one of the most successful Canadian movies because it was kind of low budget and it did very well. So tells me something about the Canadians. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they should be trusted. Why do you think that they like hockey? Why do you think they're, they're so happy to. all the time? They make really good horror. They have to get it out somehow. So, and they're good at fighting. I, and again, I have to punch you in the nose. I have to throw out the disclaimer too. Like I, it's it's an interesting movie. I don't know if I could recommend it to everybody, but um, also like it tries to shock by diving into all the sexual taboos, and some of it's weird and gross, and then some of it's just like a pair of gay dudes, and so it's not maybe not as shocking now, 
maybe it's a little offensive, right? But uh, you know, it was it was like the mid seventies. <laughs> Doesn't age well. Yeah. yeah, some aspects don't age so well. But what are you saying, Cronenberg? <laughs> right? I don't know. Of all people, Cronenberg never struck me as. I don't know his movies. He's in. He doesn't care what anybody does. I don't think. <laughs> no. Yeah. You wouldn't think. No. VCRs. It's all game for Cronenberg. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this definitely has like this is. It's it's not quite Videodrome level, but it's leaning towards Videodrome because it's not just body horror. It's weird body horror and sexual. Uh, I, mm, I guess tension this is an interesting way to put it, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> sexual tension and STDs with the television set. And it's gonna make out back if you call that tension. All right, I don't not call it tension. <laughs> it, it's not tension means. for me, but it might be for somebody. It's a tension. <laughs> Wait, what? What does that right. mean? The rest of my list, I just had to throw that in there because the rest of my list is very standard. Like, none of these are going to be shocking to anybody. And when putting together these lists, I'm always like, I feel like I should, like, try to find more obscure movies. Because in the internet age, everybody knows everything. Mm-hmm. But why? This is a top ten list. You're going to hear the same things because, yeah. man, they're just good movies. Yeah. If I've learned anything today, be true to yourself. Speaking of Paul, I know you had a little list. Pick something. What, what's on your list? Give us one, please. I don't, I'm tired of hearing myself talk already. Because your kiss, your kiss is on my list. My list. Oh, because I'm also sixty. <laughs> uh, my old. number ten was Alien. Alien. Okay. We're old. Um, and again, not for any you know particular reason number wise, but. Honestly, it doesn't really strike me as horror as much as sci-fi. But, I mean, I guess as a kid, it was more scary than science fiction. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a heck of a movie. But it it doesn't really strike me as what we would constitute today as horror. I'm I'm glad you brought Um, that point up because that's kind of like the thing I have to say about Alien when it comes up on horror lists. Do you consider Alien a horror movie? Yeah. Yeah. Because if uh, if that creature were anywhere near you, you would be terrified. I guarantee. Why would? How could it not be a horror? I I always something about that movie too. Like uh, Alien does feel like horror because of the way that it's shot. But Aliens feels way more sci-fi to me because I always put Aliens on my list as well. But uh, I never put Aliens, and I like Aliens, but uh, it's not my horror pick. I will say it does have the darker cinematography. It plays more with the shadows and stuff like that, and which I like. Have a guy's chest. And, Come on. And it has that, yeah. Well, aliens brings... It, it has the Aliens brings, like... <laughs> man you know, it brings the action in it's less not that there's not tension there is with the beep 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 but it's it's more action sci-fi and this one is treated like a horror movie it's i think i've heard i don't remember who was it ridley scott directed this one i believe that's it should be a stupid question but i'm pretty sure i'm right a, um yeah. him yeah. or somebody the, one of the producers say they it's basically a 
a haunted house movie in space, and I kind of get what they're getting at, but it feels more like, obviously, a monster movie, monster movie, but also like monster movie slasher. Maybe. And I get their point with haunted house. Kind of a siege type of idea. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely full of jump scares. Well, and it's a lot of like people. It is. I don't know. People hiding. People hiding and like slowly walking through dark hallways and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally think it's horror. It's got a sci-fi element, of course, but I've always been down with people putting it on the horror list. That's my number seven. On... Event Horizon is a haunted house movie in space. Event Horizon, def... Event Horizon's a Hellraiser movie in space. Well, yeah. I was, I was just saying, like yeah. that's a like a spelunking really into hell movie it. in space. We talk about it a lot, and I haven't watched it in years. Yeah. It was weird, but I think it was still had things that were good about it, even though I don't think it was necessarily a good movie. Where are you going? I'm just looking for something on my bed. I, I don't want to do it with my drink. Um, since we're questioning ones that could be popping up on horror lists, this one's bugged me a lot. How about Jaws? That one strikes me more action, maybe thriller, not so much horror. I mean, it is in a sense that it's man versus nature kind of thing. So, I don't know. <sighs> it's filmed. Uh, it's filmed very dramatically. Oh, you know, I say it's very in order it's to, very dramatic. Oh, yes. Jaws is. Oh, that's from the seventies. That totally fits this conversation. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's listed as a seventies. Jaws didn't. Po- I'm a little surprised actually. I hadn't even thought about Jaws because it didn't pop up on any of the lists I look at, but. I think, I think it kind of applies because if you think of like, uh, there are no good mod- modern equivalents to Jaws, but it'd be like Anaconda right. or some ridiculous like large animal movie or something, and those are always considered horror movie. Lake yeah, Placid, exactly, and those are definitely horror <laughs> movies. I think it's just handled more tactfully. Okay. Piranha is Piranha seventies movie too. The first one, yes. So Actually, kind yeah. of. Kind of in the same. Toronto is probably a in the same boat. boat. And that's why they needed a bigger boat. That's why they needed a bigger boat. Yep. Piranha was probably a a direct result of Jaws, I'm guessing. Probably. Piranhas also have Jaws. So, I mean, it's It's the same. Same movie. (laughs) Piranhas. It's the same movie, only with a bigger boat and smaller fuller jaws. Yeah, yeah. There there it is. Same same movie. And whiter teeth. No, they Jesse, don't. did you have any? Did, uh, do you have a? Did you put together a list? If you did, I don't want to skip over you. I did. I did. Uh, yeah, I put together a list. Uh, do you want me to go with weird you or? Want, man. Uh, okay, so I'm just gonna throw. I'm I'm gonna throw my weird one out there since we're kind of talking weird uh, installations right now. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Omega okay. Man. Which I referenced earlier because that is my reference yep. to the Vincent Price movie, uh, you know, Last Man on Earth, or yep. I, I believe that's what it's called. Yep. Uh, th- and I don't know the Omega Man. Mm, I, I mean, I'm throwing around horror very lightly on that one. I don't know if it's horror, but it has horror elements in that, like the bad guys are kind of like zombie vampire men ish. But it's Charlton Heston, baby. <laughs> <laughs> This was the era of Charlton Heston. In his prime. Yeah. So, I mean, like, we can't talk about the 70s and not yeah, bring him up. The bad last man on Earth. <laughs> oh, wait. 
I guess it's the second yeah. half worst one because. Would you say Shaft. it's worse than? Shaft. The Shaft, yeah. Legend. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, that's an interesting. That's it's an interesting pick because <laughs> I, I like I like that story a lot. I like the Vincent Price one. That would have been on my list if we did sixties. Oh yeah, that's a better that's a yeah. better movie. Yeah, sure. that's a better movie. But I love this movie. I love the Omega Man mainly because of that camp factor. He's like the original Ash you're Williams. Kinda, yeah, you know? you're kind of right. Like, it's, God, it's so bad. I remember being so dis. I'd seen bits and pieces, and then I think I got more. I became more familiar with uh, the Vincent Price movie. And then I was like, well, I got to watch Omega Man now. And I made a point to watch the whole thing through. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's like the whitest exploitation <laughs> movie ever. You're right. You're right. <laughs> oh, I do. My favorite scene, though, that one that's always stuck with me is just when, God, how much effort it would have done to get this shot is when he's just like pedal to the metal, just driving down the middle of a totally abandoned oh, city. Yes. Yes, convertible, a, and you can tell. Yeah, it's that's actually a, Holland. I think about that scene often. Actually, I, not long ago, I'm like, God, I, like I would love to do that, but, and I know there's nobody else driving around to get into an accident. But what if, like, you, you're boned if you get into a car accident in the in the apocalypse? Like, there's no doctor. They kind of remake that scene in I Am Legend, I believe. You know, like, I, I think I vaguely remember that. And it, it was done fairly well. I mean, as far as Will Smith redoing a classic. You know, I mean, it, unless I'm mistaken, classic. if you want, you can sign a bunch of waivers and go out and do that in the salt flats. Yeah, but it's not a big open city. It might die. <laughs> but you might die. That's why you signed the waivers. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather yeah, watch I'd it. Rather... Just, yeah. Um, Vicariousness. Oh, man. Okay. Hey, what do you got? Yeah, so the Omega Man, that was that was I, one of my picks. I I assume it's not on anybody it did, else's it list, but, I, you know, I got to have my a top ten. one. But it is a good pick, though. I'm, I'm kind of... <laughs> I, I, I don't imagine. think I like it, but I... I I'm always willing to talk about it because it's it is it's it's weird. It's a it is a weird pick. It's a weird movie. Yeah. So, since I don't... does it count? Does it count as horror? Yeah, I don't know if it is. I would say it does. It's post-apocalyptic because of subject matter and like source material. <laughs> Even if the movie itself isn't very horror, I think it's still it's got kind of vampire zombie people that are pretty hip. <laughs> they're kind of boring though <laughs> like this version they're kind of boring they're just like okay outside. we're outside so is which is better than is like vincent price uh basically night of the living dead style zombies where they're slow but they talk though they taunt him is that yeah is the 70s weird funky boring zombie vampire things or the will smith cgi Crap fest monsters. <laughs> yeah, see that that CGI was so bad though. I'm like, I, there's things I like about that movie, but the the CGI is what? not one of them. I think the taunting zombies could be more fun. The CGI, the CGI sucked. It was such a bad decision. But that's not even the worst part of that movie. Like, it could have been totally salvaged if they hadn't have reshot the ending and gave it a just a total crap ending. Right. Or just read the book because that's that's yeah, and totally not in line with the original uh, story. 
Like if you've read the book, it's like well, it's because they had to. They, you know, it's I don't know. I guess because it's Will Smith, they got to make him a hero of some kind. Except it doesn't really make sense the way that they did it. He's not the point of the. It changes the entire point. That's counter to the book. It's totally counter to the story. Yeah. Yeah. I am legend not because I sacrifice myself for the nobody's greater good. It doesn't accomplish anything. It's I am legend because I'm a boogeyman that the new people talk about Mm -hmm. because I've been murdering them for years. Yeah. Yeah. Baba Yaga. Right. Baba Yaga. I'm the horror. I'm the monster in this movie. Yeah. What's you, what you got? Well, okay, so I know Rocky Horror Picture Show won't count. But what about home? I mean, I it's on it a lot of lists. I don't know why, but it's on a lot. Oh, it's yeah, my you list. picked it, Rocky didn't Horror's you? On your my list. list. Oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. Well, we can talk yes. about that. Well, I shiver with anticipation. I was, I was ready to just to continue the conversation. Yeah. And then hopefully, like, you remember to hit the patient... 45 minutes from now. Oh, later? Oh, yeah. I mean, I could have done that, but, like, uh, nah. <laughs> Rocky Horror... Okay, so... It's not scary. How about that, though? Where does that fall in terms of horror movies? It is 100% horror-themed. Horror comedy. To yes. a T. But it's not... It, it, it's a horror comedy. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Mm-hmm. So I guess if we would allow Frankenstein's... Or, wait, uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh, Young Frankenstein. That's also on if my that list. But neither of them is scary. No, they're not scary. But they have crossdressers and meatloaf. <laughs> yes. Are those scary? Meatloaf is. <laughs> meatloaf <laughs> is scary. <laughs> very. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> well, I mean, you figure with Rocky Horror and even Young Frankenstein, they both touch on Frankenstein's monster. Uh, they touch on very basic horror elements and uh, present them in different ways that hadn't been seen at that point. I mean, yeah, they're both kind of send-ups of horror, really. Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein would not... It would go on a comedy list. I would not put it on a horror list, but that is also a good pick. Yeah. I love that movie. Well, I didn't... I had Rocky Horror there, but... You're welcome. Didn't think it would, but House. I was like, House. Oh, House. That's one of my. That's that's an honorable mention. Is that House. I was to say it was on your list, but I didn't know if it was no on it's, your it's list. No, it's a number twelve. It's a number twelve of my top ten. So it was honorable mention. House, dude. This is a movie. Even in the age of the internet, I feel like a lot of people still don't know. And we're not talking. It's it's Houseu or whatever in uh. It's Japanese, right? Yeah, Japanese. So we're not talking about that like house or house two or any of that. Oh, I, I don't even know where to start with this. Explain. They, okay, they turn a, like, a guy into a bunch of bananas. That happens. Uh, a lady's uh, a, a piano. piano <laughs> a piano cuts a lady's hands off before eating her. At the whole time, there's body parts flying around the room. It's something about a goldfish or something too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's a haunted house. Yeah, I guess, but it doesn't explain why. A man turned into a pile of bananas. Because she went bananas. No. I guess. Well. That's house. Yeah. That's house. Sounds appealing. Oh, gosh. Uh, Look up. Future viewers. I don't know how many people we got now. (laughs) 
maybe two. <laughs> That's probably you guys, huh? Two. And they're, okay. they're us. Future viewers. Yeah, it's us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look up the trailer for House. Uh, or Houseu. Just change the, o, the E to an O. Look up the trailer. It's bananas. Oh. I couldn't help it. I didn't want to. That's just the natural... B-A-N-A-N-A-S. It's bananas. Yeah, there it is. There it is. You beat me Such there. A, I want to rewatch it, though. Okay. I've been trying to get the Grindbin guys to cover it, too, for years now. Maybe instead of saying... Is it not Grindbin enough? It seems oh, very Oh, I just don't think they've gotten around to it. Well, you know, I don't... It, it's the kind of movie you kind of have to twist some arms, I think, to really get people to watch it. <laughs> I th- they know what it is, <laughs> uh, which might be the problem, too. They know what it is. I can't imagine that's... Because Grindbin right. podcasts, they like really go plot by plot point by plot point. I don't know how you do that with that movie, so maybe that's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> by the sounds of it, why don't you pair it with uh, Beetlejuice and the GCU? Ooh. I don't know. That's actually not terrible. I don't know what else I'd pair it with. I mean, you even have the banana boat song. Come on. Harry Belafonte will practically hey, sign up. Okay. All right. My turn. Those were good picks. Thanks. I liked it. I liked them both. Yep. Thank you for backing me on Rocky Horror. <laughs> well, I like those picks because it, I like talking about the horror genre and what isn't a horror movie. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I'm going to... Okay. The Omen... I'm only gonna, whatever. It's the Omen. It's got a doctor in it. It's 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 basically Final Destination, but better, uh, with the Antichrist. And it's the reason Damien is yes. a cool yeah. name to a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> or a not cool name. I don't know. Everybody thinks it's cool though. And the and the one part with the. And it kind of ruined Brightburn for us. Damien. Yeah. It does have. Do, oh, That's God. like the best thing ever. The Omen. I had a whole thing written out for the video, but. That, that's one of the like best horror scenes mm-hmm. is the it's all for you Damien scene that that's that's the kind of stuff that traumatized child me not truly traumatized me but like affected you really yes, yes. oh yeah it's good it's it's huh. atmospheric it's kind of uh, you know but that's because I was not censored as a child so I watched that probably far too young probably yeah I'm sure I did <laughs> but I was like you just <gasps> Oh my god! You know, it shocked me. Go watch. Well, that was one of those shows that they like played on everything. It was. It was one of those. We grew up at a Saturday morning. Yeah. 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 KT KPTM Saturday morning forty two. What is? It is a matinee. Like, hey, let's go to the matinee. It's Saturday morning cartoons. Cartoons are over. It segued into. Yeah, it segued right into like the Omen. Yep. Did it. Yeah, the cartoons were over, and hey, it's the twelve o'clock movie. It's the Omen. The Omen's interesting to where it's 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 very seventies in its style and execution. It's also a little it's very seventies, but without some of the like excessiveness that some of the other movies have. Uh, some of the other movies have on our on my list anyway. But it's slow, but not too slow. It just kind of feels sleepy. That kind of does make it for the, make it the perfect like weekend uh midday fox 42 movie you know it's a very right. somber and then occasionally just... a dude gets la, la, la. Uh, decapitated by a window pane it's just it's, it's great yeah 
Yeah, then something awful the happens. Yeah. It's impaled. Yeah. Spoilers. Anybody yeah. gets touched by a beam of light. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the good old days of horror when it wasn't the uh, what did we say uh, when we did the Friday the Thirteenth. What what did we say the timing was? Every eight minutes. Yeah. In the eighties, they kind of worked out the formula for slashers, and it was basically a kill every I think eight minutes. Keeps the audience invested. So yeah, the, the spacing was a lot further. Oh yeah. In the seventies, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seventies are like a kill every. 35 it kept minutes. kept you guessing. No, I don't know. <laughs> See, it, it, it kept you on your toes. You're like, no one's died yet. Oh, there he goes. Well, I stopped vaping on these streams. It's not one of those things. It <laughs> adds ambiance. It's because it's Halloween. It's spooky. spooky. That, that, our fog, fog machine. machine. Broke, so I'm doing this. Man, why, why are you inhaling dry ice, man? That's Healthy. that's not good for you. Nothing's yeah, good um, for you anymore. Mm, it's just water. Our bodies are mostly it's water. Returning. So, is dry ice water? I don't know. Look, I don't it's know people. Fog machine. It's a ghost. It's ghost. It's two, go- <laughs> it's two ghosts. It's in a row. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Uh, <laughs> oh god. That was a ghost. I had such a weird moment. My <sighs> <laughs> That was a ghost. Oh so, no. You've got Paul's got people walking behind him and for some reason like I seen it and I'm like, "Wait. Was that our cam?" Manicorn's like a ghost. <laughs> and then I look and you're you still mean, there and I'm like, "What's the paranormal was just walking behind us?" We're not Paul. <laughs> I need to remember that. I keep forgetting. <laughs> this stream's weird. How do you forget that? <laughs> oh, man. I get that confused all the time. Speaking I of, hey, uh, I think, <laughs> who's next? Paul? Paul? What do you got? Give us a movie. Let's talk about something ridiculous. Well, we're doing. <laughs> well if, if we want to go ridiculous, I'll go honorable mention, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. What? What? Oh, oh, there was you that go. the 70s? Yeah. That's that kind of movie that you've never actually uh, seen. 1979. Ooh, Cus. That's what it is. I've never seen it, but I've heard about it through other movies it, making fun of it. Basically. you never seen it? No. It made me appreciate the cartoon that much more. I was, was going to say, like, my introduction to that would have been the cartoon years later. I think it was in the 90s mm-hmm. when they made that a cartoon. So, yeah, it, early 90s with uh, Maurice LaMarche and uh, yep. a couple other guys. So I, I, I remember Mo. But, uh, yeah, it, it, it was one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, but it, it was so cheesy. It's good. Like you have to watch it at least once in your life just to say, yeah, I sat down and I did it. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And it spawned, I think like five sequels. Oh yeah. I believe that. Yeah. I don't, with a title like that, why wouldn't you make more? Like how, how did you not see the tomatoes coming the second time? It's attack of the killer <laughs> tomatoes. Yeah. But isn't it uh, supposed to be huge? So, I mean, you would see it coming. There's like lots. Are there? No, 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 no. In the cartoon, they were huge. In in the movie, they were just legit tomatoes. Like it, the, the movie starts with this tomato in the sink, and it just wipes us, comes about the sink, and takes this woman out during the opening sequence. Like There's a swamp a, thing, we're mad, like legit mad. Tomatoes yeah, swamp in thing face. Throw tomatoes at you. Like there's just this little. Sorry. No, just man. a little tomato with teeth just 
<laughs> it was like piranha, but, but a tomato. tomato. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> salad bowl. We're gonna a bigger salad bowl. Blender. I don't know that those cartoons yeah. were good, but that was the magical time when they, the 90s, around the times of the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, when they were also making children's cartoons out of Tromaville movie or Troma movies, uh, Toxic Avenger and stuff. Or they, Say we had time. Oh, yeah. Those yeah. stupid yep. Ghostbusters with the gorilla? What was that about? The real Ghostbusters? There's a whole lot. <laughs> I would say they came it. first, man. Yeah, I don't know those oh, yeah. Ghostbusters. They were obviously. They were obviously <laughs> Hashtag yeah, not my Ghostbusters. Not my Vankman. Not my Vankman. <laughs> no, There's lawsuits about everything today. There has been. There probably was a hashtag not my Ghostbusters, huh? Now that I think about it. Who's next? What do you got? Who's next? That's me, right? Okay, so uh, what's what's one? Okay, I'm going to throw one, since we're still kind of on the cusp of weird here. um, I'm going to go with Salem's Lot and Nosferatu the Vampire. I kind of like gave them a tie because I feel like they're the same thing because one is a legit remake of Nosferatu and then the other is basically, you know... um, was it Mr. Barlow? He's basically an homage. And it's not t- technically a movie. You know, it's like a miniseries. So I, I figure between the two of them, one's a remake and one's a miniseries, that counts as one movie. Yeah. <laughs> it just lodges back to the original one. Uh, was it Max, Max Shrek as uh, Nosferatu? And I like it because it reinvents the vampire. I mean, mm-hmm. way back in the... Was it the 30s? So, 20s. I mean, like... the. Is it the twenties? Holy, yeah. holy moly! Uh, anyways, like vampires are actually monsters. That's yeah. what I dig about it. Yeah. Well, when did? They... And they can be they can be scary in silence. They don't have to be sexy, you know. Like even even uh, Dracula, they were like, oh, sexy vampire. I'm like no, they can Our be shadows. scary. They can be monsters. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I liked it. I liked it, and I liked how. Uh, I liked how they re-envisioned that for Salem's Salem. Lot, which otherwise Salem's Lot's okay. But I really like what they did with the That's vampire. It's a TV movie, there. right? Salem's so. Lot. Was, okay. Or a miniseries. Yep. Stephen King. Maybe almost everything was a miniseries back in the day. All, all the Stephen Kings are miniseries yeah. for some reason, at least back then. I say now they're getting the right treatment. Yeah, the Dark Tower <laughs> series. Well. Oh, oh wait! God. Oh, 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 God. It wasn't until Maximum Overdrive that really they finally handled it right. Took Stephen King himself to take yeah, that's the right. movie in his hands. Man, it's the only movie he ever directed. Yeah, Maximum Overdrive. That's when it worked. Yep. Right. Side note: I got to see the uh, Goblin Head from Maximum Overdrive. Who did most, Cat's Eye? Was that Cat's Eye? I mean, that's. Yeah, that's like really? a that Stephen King thing, isn't it? Some jobber. Let's see. It was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. Like a goblin and then the cat. That was, fun. That was yeah. my favorite one. I pretty much summed that, that up That was another one now. that would run on God. TV yeah. on the weekends all the time during I love the day. That. I, love the, the, I love that one, especially the goblin, one, goblin little one. I didn't really like the one where they, they would shock that lady. That one made me angry. And then what was the other one? But yeah, that was a... Also known as Stephen King's Cat's Eye. Yeah, anthology movie. 
Right. But I think like it was specifically made to be visual. Not It, it wasn't a book, was it? Um, I think it is. I don't know if it was before that. Or not. Hmm. But... Sorry. Okay. Totally sidetracked this thing. The first two... <laughs> of the, okay, so it's an anthology of three shorts, three stories. The first two mm-hmm. are adaptations of short stories in King's Night Shift collection. And the third is unique to the film. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. According to Wikipedia. Dot com. Right. Who's what you got? My nine sure. is Stepford Wives. Stepford Wives. Yes. Oh. Ooh. Uh, again, could be kind of sci-fi. Uh, shut up! It's not. It's. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Her, her she stance. told you. Shut up. It's because you're men. Can we go that right near? <laughs> All right. Oh, that's true. You know what? I, that's interesting. So I wonder if that comes across as more sci- sci-fi to more men, whereas opposed to if you ask <laughs> most women. Yeah. What about what would Kevin Costner say? We don't care because Kevin Costner is a sexist piece of un-British-speaking crap. <laughs> that was that was something. <laughs> no, it's okay. He's not, He's just. He's just kind of a. I met him. In a, I met him in a hotel once, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't talk to anybody. <laughs> a-hole yeah really what <laughs> but anyway let's... Wow. i don't know that i've ever watched it super, super i know it's a classic shame on it you it's like a classic Costner. but i don't know that i've ever actually watched it mm. well you should i like that i think it looks like i'm talking to jesse mm. when i'm talking to you i know what you're doing this weekend <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i should watch it also interesting it's something we should have been keeping tabs on is how many of these have been remade. Because on my list so far... Okay, I've only got two. Oh, I guess if you count... Alien doesn't really count. I've got three. three. Four. At least three. Sequels. At least six that have been remade. Out of my ten... I think almost every one of mine has been remade. Wait, no. Six that I know of, Six and of maybe more on my list yeah. have been remade, straight remake, and yeah, all of them. Nine out of ten have sequels. <laughs> oh, I guess five. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. One, two. Uh, sequels I just threw in there, but I was just curious. Mm, you know, like Omega Man doesn't really count as a sequel, but it but... has. It's a remake. Does it have no, a sequel? It's a remake. It's a remake, but, yeah. So would you still count, though, is I Am Legend a remake of that or the Vincent Price one or just... I don't know. It's the only one. Total it's legend. the only one that's like, is there not a sequel? Or Salem's Lot. I mean, I don't think there's a sequel to Salem's Lot, so... Technically. It's okay. I, just, I didn't know what the sound was. And then Nosferatu is a remake. Right, right. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like Salem's Lot and Nosferatu, the that would not have a sequel, but they're remakes for sure. Has the Omen oh, been yeah. remade? But it's got, it's got sequels, sequels and has been for remade. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, I'm sorry. Did you? What were yours? Stepford Wives. Yeah. Uh, my next one is a sequel. Has many sequels, and has also been remade. Uh, Dawn of the Dead. Did you? Yep, that's oh, on my list. Yep. Done it. Well, yeah, I figured if if 
we have something on our list that somebody else says. We'll just talk about it then. Okay, because I had aliens also. Okay. Bingo. Did you want to talk more about no, aliens? No, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just saying I'm going to cross them off. Okay. Um, Dawn of the Dead, was that on all of our lists? Oh, yeah, that, that's not a bad idea. It was on mine. It was on uh, mine. I'd say I got Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, I like Dawn of the Dead. Yep, um, everybody. Everybody likes Dawn of the Dead. The remake's okay. But... So, Dawn of the Dead, do you think the zombies are a problem? Because I know a lot of people who either are not horror fans or they don't appreciate 70s cinema or whatever. They're just stupid kids. Uh, they're like, oh, the blue... <laughs> or they're just okay, everybody gets kids. amused by it. The blue zombies. You think that's a problem? think it hurts the movies? Because it, it's a matter of, like, that. you could tell they no. have the, the the hero zombies as, the, you know, the up, the ones they really focus the makeup on. And then, since they have so many extras... They just painted them all blue. <laughs> so. Yeah, you're not really. Unless you I mean. I'm colorblind, so it didn't matter. I mean, they yeah, were going for like a pale blue, <laughs> pale dead. They're there for background. Okay. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, they could get up, they, they get up on there. Yeah, so it's, it's the whole, uh, was it blue boy theory where it's like cool colors. They just recede into the background. And that was the whole point. They're I'm the sure. red shirts of Dawn of the uh, Dead. Yeah. What What is it? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. We have a chat it's and good. it's weird. No. I'm huh. good at operating a forklift. What do you what? <laughs> don't don't <laughs> comment on YouTube. Sorry. How do you you respond? There we go. All right. It's that's funny. I might be the only one of us uh, <laughs> Two uh, that I know left. I can operate a forklift. How do I close this? Anybody else? No? No? Yeah. What do you you can't? I can. No. I can and How a scissor go? lift and uh uh telehandler. So I'm actually pretty efficient with most heavy oh, machinery. Well, never mind, you just ruined the joke. God. <laughs> no, it's, fine. it's good. Good on you. So when did that chat? I don't know. I just noticed it now, and I was like, "Whoa!" It just either just exploded, or it's been there a I while, and I just ignored it. it. No, it, it just kind of blew up, and it just word? happened. Don't don't even read him. Uh, okay. Nighttime. There, I said it. Nighttime. You can, but why would you? Just don't even acknowledge it, guys. Okay, fine. There's no chat. There's no such it's thing as the chat. Unless you want to chat. If you'd like to chat, go ahead and chat. But we might delete you if you're a jerk. I don't know. I feel like this other person is a nothing, too. Is a nothing. You know what I mean. Well, I mean... Yeah. I mean, their first question is... What? Right, well, banning... <laughs> Banned! Man, <laughs> boom, boom! It's That's so what you get. That our first chat interaction on Twitch is that people trying to get us to say you the N word. Oh boy, it's, Twitch! This it, was a this is gonna be great. It's Twitch. It's gonna be a bunch of little adolescent boys, right? No, that was probably a that was and probably a seventy year old woman. Don't be sexist. We just <laughs> into the and ageist. Hey. <laughs> Right in there. Hey, welcome to Gamergate. Chat. I don't need to yell at you about Step for Wives. 
God. Dawn of the Dead. Is that our welcoming committee? Welcome to Twitch. Say the N word. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think? What's this mean? Can't get us on that. Yeah, we don't have yeah. PewDiePie jokes. Nope. Maybe they were just commenting on the fact that you're all a bunch of old white guys. No, somebody called one of us a neckbeard. I applies to most of us most days. So <laughs> most of the most of the time, you can't even see my neck. What movie were we neck. talking about? Do I have yeah, a neck? Dawn of the Dead. But then, Dawn uh, of the Dead. Now it's somebody else's turn. How are you gonna bust in on a perfectly good Dawn of the Dead conversation with some nonsense? <laughs> What's what I want to know? <laughs> oh no, man. <laughs> Yeah, weird. <laughs> Dawn of the Dead is so good, it's on it, everybody's anyway, list. Boom. Dawn of the right? Dead, I don't know. It works because... Uh, zombies? Zombies. No, well, yeah, but at this point, just being zombies, plus we know. Just or being going zombies to the mall. doesn't make it work. Or going to the mall, for that matter. But, I don't know. It works yeah. because once they're hold, like holed up in the mall, it actually seems super fun. That mall's got everything. And it seems pretty awesome until they get bored and then bikers ruin everything. But it, oh, it bikers. enforces my theory, not theory, my opinion, I guess, that the best zombie movies, the zombies aren't really ultimately the threat. They're just like a natural hazard. It's always, well, social commentary, but it's always it's humans. Humans are the main villain. Wait, the guy, across, the one with the guy across the way, that was the old one, not the new one, right? No, that's the new one. Was it the new one? I like no, that that's one. a new one. That was a new one. I like I, I like that one too. Yeah. No, it's it's all right. Well, the new it's one's okay. okay. I just felt. Man, I thought it was. There's like no likable characters. That, had that stupid girl with the dog. No. That was the new one, huh? Yeah. Okay. Good. The new, the old one, the original, the one we're talking about. No, I remember Sex Machine. Yeah, it's got Sex Machine. Yeah. I yeah. know. I remember it. I just mushed some of the that. Oh, I'm so glad you're opinionated about this. What? Said, I am so glad you're this opinionated about this. Why? <laughs> the, the the new and old uh, mm. Dawn of the Dead for next month's episode. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll be talking about this later, huh? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like, <coughs> it'd be a boring podcast if I didn't have any opinions on any of this stuff. <laughs> you mean you mean people are allowed to have opinions? What? <laughs> no, come on, come on, come on, come on. As long as it's crazy you know, now. opinion that you're arguing with and not fact, then I'm fine with it. People having an opinion, that is. Yeah. Let's go! Donald Dead is great, that's a fact, let's move. Who's next? <laughs> oh, is that me? Is Paul. that me? No, that's Paul. Paul, Texas you're next, Chainsaw right? Chainsaw Massacre. Yep, Toby on my list. It's a Hooper masterpiece from 1974. This is my number two. This is my number yep. two slot, so this is way up there for me. I don't get it. No? no. Yeah, I just picked ten at random, but it would be up at it would be oh, up yeah, near I said the ranking, top. I said if not at the top, matter. whatever. I don't count that as right. a movie. I count that as a documentary almost. That's an experience. Because from what I hear, it was very horrible <laughs> for all all the people involved. There was a great there's yes. a great documentary on it, or maybe it's the commentary track to one of the re re-releases i don't know but i there's some blu-ray or dvd set that has a ton of great information on just how horrible it sounded like it was to film this mm -hmm. and we saw we saw a couple of them remember oh, oh yeah we've seen them talk at oh what was that it was some 
Yeah, we all saw that. It was at Scream in the Dark Film Festival. Uh, Second or third year? Second year, I think. And uh, yeah, yeah, some of the the folks were inducted into their Hall of Fame, and we got to uh, listen to them talk about it. And yeah, it did sound like it was kind of an awful experience at the same time. That was a classic in the in you know Wayne happen. I say Ed Neal tells a really raunchy story about that movie, and not raunchy in a like nasty way, but like you know the scene where she gets a rag put in her mouth, and she gets tied to the chair. Oh yeah, and she's like gagging and just kind of thrashing about. Well, the the director. Like they were trying to figure out, I guess. Okay, they tied her to the chair. They're like, okay, we need something to put in her mouth. And uh, Toby's like, uh, here, use this rag. It, you know, it looks dirty. Here, put this in her rag. You know, put put this rag in her mouth. So they put it in her mouth, and she kind of turns a little blue and just just starts gagging and throwing. He's like, that's good. Let's go with it. Just go. You know. And, well, uh, about the time they get done, they're. Uh, he calls cut and he's like, that was great. You know, how did you do that? And the prop master comes over and says, you didn't use this rag, did you? And he's like, well, yeah. And she goes, oh my God, this is the rag we've been using for two weeks to clean up the meat shards off the table. So, so yeah, that reaction you see on screen is legit. Her trying not to throw up. Oh God! <laughs> so I mean, it is a real gagging. Just oh, oh God! Uh. <laughs> uh, that the screening that you mentioned we had went to really kind of something I hadn't. Re- I've, maybe it occurred to me before, but really enforced the idea of this movie is just relentless. Like once it gets towards the last, oh, I don't know how long it is, but it feels like forever like 30 to 40 minutes is just relentless relentless constant noise mm-hmm. and horrible things so yeah that's why this is super high on my list because it's awesome and it, it's everything's filthy it's super grainy and it was low budget so it just adds to the as that documentary feel i guess like you were saying oh yeah but, great pick jesse Okay, well, um, we're really climbing up now. Um, I'm going to go with one that I know better. Carrie, we talked about uh, Stephen King before, and as far as like Stephen King movies go, this is probably one of, I, I don't know, I'm, maybe a hot take. It's maybe the best Stephen King yeah, movie. But close. That's a hot take for me. No, yeah, it is close though. Like it's way up there. This is in my. I put this up at. <laughs> it definitely yeah, I put this is. Up yeah. At number four, and when I think of like. Five. You're number five. Mm-hmm. When I think of. I say it's in my top great five movies based on Stephen King books. This is definitely in the top. Two or three. It has the scariest horror movie moment I've ever seen. The scariest horror movie moment. And is the. the it has the greatest American hero in it. Who's that? Sold. <laughs> Old. Who is that? He used to. He was uh, almost Han Solo. We're younger. We're younger than you are. <laughs> but um, I, I got to uh, remember okay. that William Cat is an American yeah. hero. He's incredible. And a story. We got all that. 
you robot it out real hard. We didn't good. hear any of it. <laughs> oh, good. I feel I feel like that's the uh-huh. appropriate response. Yeah, the internet knew that I should he just was a reluctant. Chill. You, you know what? I'm staying out of this one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be sixty as well, but you are. I am. It was plug it up, by the way. <laughs> William Cat's incredible. He's the prom date. Plug it. Plug it up is yeah. That's the he's worst. a jer- he's a jerk. He's a total jerk. That's my nightmare. Just plug it up. That would have been. I would have. I would have just died. That's on, the on worst the... horror movie moment of Ever. all time. Yeah, uh, Carrie is great though, and it's it's that whole thing of like, you can have a good Stephen King movie if you give it to a talented director, and this is De Palma, and he does very Brian De Palma things in it, like that whole last sequence, um, building up to the the pig blood bucket scene where it does the the old De Palma split screen people call it that no I don't know but it does the split screen and it it really <laughs> that, that, that old draws out that screen. moment where it's like the one part of the frame is following the rope like every inch of the rope all the way up and around just like like you get it and a, and a lesser director or a less imaginative director just be like okay well whatever there's pig blood and we're gonna dump it on her but this like makes it a whole like weird sequence. That's pretty cool. That's good too because that's probably. I mean, I don't recall if I read the book or not. I read a lot of Stephen King, but I don't remember all of it. But one of the problem with movies is that they can't get the importance of small yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. And so focusing on something like that might not be exactly what it was in the book, but it still gets the same feeling across more than just you know she stand there and then she dumps on her head. <laughs> okay. Like, and, and I realized De Palma's carry came first, but it was almost Kubrickian in its uh, delivery. I mean, kind of. It's he's he's very stylized in a slightly different way, but like Stanley Kubrick, like just as stylized for sure. Okay, mine. Sorry, I'm trying to move it along. Well, we don't have to. Uh, if okay, guys, <laughs> if we don't get through this list, like if it gets too late, we don't get through this list. That's fine. We don't have to get through the, our list. I want but... to get through my list. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. <laughs> Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's a yes. good one. Yeah, I like the sequel more. Ooh, than good one. Today. Which, or the remake, one of the two. It's. I like the newer one because I like the noise better. There. Okay, wait, wait, wait. There's been. That movie's been remade. Which sequel? Three times. Yeah, there are remake? four versions of that movie. Really? Yes. I only knew of the. There's the, the fifty. Oh. Wait, sixties, fifties. The Donald Sutherland one, and then the one that I made you watch with me. Then there's the Donald Sutherland one. That's the 70s one, right? Yeah. And then there's the 80s one, or maybe it was 90s, with the sound. Yeah. Where the, the oh, yeah. that thing. Yeah. And then there's one with Nicole Kidman. There is? I think they they just called it Invasion. Oh. And I think there's another one. Oh, well. They, it's, it's, good. it's like it gets remade every decade. It, yeah. Okay, that's all. But yeah, no, it, yeah. It is good, and I like being I like I like being afraid of your friends and neighbors and family. That speaks to me, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I always like you like the idea of pod people to Melanie on the, on this show. <laughs> uh, well, it's such a good horror concept, and yeah. and you know you see it in a lot of other things, but yeah, pod people, and you know body snatchers. Uh, like the th- the thing, you know, stuff like that. It's yeah, it's, and it's always it's usually almost always an alien alien mm-hmm. thing. Well, what else would it be? A separate wife? Hmm. 
Why do you have an attitude about it? I've never even seen it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Whole lot of shit is, is tonight. It turn? Yes, Whose turn? It's your turn. <laughs> okay. We already did Alien. It's your that turn. On my list. Uh, Suspiria. Did it, I don't think anybody had that on their list. Nope. I don't think I've, I don't think I've actually seen that one. That is. Nope. Never seen, he said he's a horror fan. Well, baby. He said he's a horror I fan. I know, and I haven't <laughs> seen that one. He said he's a horror fan. <laughs> No, I'm I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> you should. I, I recommend it. Uh, speaking of movies that have been remade, you know this was recently remade, and I really want to watch the remake, but it's like two and a half hours long. Oh, I think we should instead watch that one uh, disco uh, murder party, and <laughs> and then that will be like Suspiria only murder party. <laughs> uh, so Suspiria. Okay, well, I, I'll I'll just say something about it since. What about that tomorrow? I made you watch it. You did. Um, you fell asleep once, uh, I think. I did once. <laughs> uh, Not it, a good sell. It's dancey and uh, witchy and <laughs> witches. And, uh, so Suspiria, <laughs> Suspiria for me. Dances with witches. Suspiria for me is it's all style. Yeah, like the story is. is just nonsense. Like nobody, I don't, and maybe I'm wrong. Nobody watches Suspiria for the plot because it's just ridiculous. It doesn't really make sense. People die. Who kills them? I don't know. At one point, like it, obviously, there's a man strangling somebody. He ain't a witch. Yeah, we don't know where. It came you don't from. ever see him again. He's just killing people. It's got nothing to do with anything. It just happens. Then there's then there's maggots because this is an Italian movie. There's got to be maggots. Uh, but so anyway, point is like it's weird. It's weird, and I don't necessarily think the plot is great. But man, it is so well. It's such a weird vision. Yeah. It's basically a Technicolor Disney live action. You know, Disney cartoon nightmare is kind of what they were going for. The color is extreme. The music is extreme. Some of the music's awesome, and some of it is just witchy chanting mm -hmm. in the other room for 15 minutes. Yeah. So it's a Disney acid trip. Yeah, what I'm you're surprised. Saying. I am surprised you've never seen it. I recommend it. If you get a chance, check it out. It's it's worth watching. Hmm. Um, it's a great looking movie, and it's got such a weird atmosphere. Mm. And it does. It has some. If you're into cool kills, it's got some like weird. Very stylized kills. It's just the plot's just kind of nonsense. <laughs> nice. All right. All right. Who's next? Uh, one of the best movies to come out of 1973. Okay. The Exorcist. That, I, oh, yeah. Yep. That's my number That's one. That's on my list. That was my number one, too. Eh? Legit yeah. scary. Did, did they see her hand? See? There's actually somebody else here. There's a person. Wait, wait, wait. That's inappropriate. I can see a hand. That's inappropriate. Hey, hey, yeah, hey. there is a hand there. The Exorcist. Yes. This movie's great. I think that's on everybody's list worldwide. Yeah. It was really good. I'd seen this movie many times and somehow went to the theater and it still got a, a rather embarrassing jump scare out of me. Because when they re-released it, <laughs> when was it? In the aughts at some point. Uh, they re-released it. And the added stuff, like the, that, 
they added the spider walk down the stairs. Wasn't in the original cut, and I'd seen the movie multiple times. So I yeah, I went on a date. Although maybe taking a girl to see The Exorcist wasn't the best idea, but I was like, if she could stand The Exorcist, then yeah, I'll, she deserves another date. If she could stand The Exorcist, yeah, she basically, could put up if with she's me. if this loses her, then I don't want to be with that chick anyway. But so I went on a date to, to The Exorcist, the re-released version. Didn't know like because in the normal how the movie normally goes, she finds out Burke is dead or whatever, and then she's like, oh, sad, face the wall, fade out. Next scene. Instead, it goes to this horrifying, out of nowhere, spider walk down the stairs, which is interesting because I feel like the way I hear it referenced is like people reference that as the spider walk movie now. So it's like that's the thing people know it for. It's like, well, it wasn't even that for like three decades. Um, no. Didn't know it was coming. <laughs> like literally almost jumped in her lap like <laughs> uh, this is not something I do. But I literally like, <laughs> and, like grabbed her and I was like. Oh my god, really? <laughs> I don't even think she jumped. Cool point. I took the her window. I said, let's go see the exorcist and then I jump about it? Like it was ridiculous. <laughs> I know, but that's my exorcist story. Yeah. There's easier ways to cop I a feel. I'm like, let's go see a horror movie and then I I jump it like birds flying out of the bushes. Come on. Exorcist isn't really in general a jumpy movie though. And that's well, I'm not actually scared. I'm just so startled. So it's not it doesn't count. It's more like a like a creepy, unsettling. Well, think about like feeling. one of the creepiest yeah. parts to me is Karis's dream with his mother. That's after his mother dies, and it's like she's just the atmosphere, the tone. It's like quiet, and she like walks down into the subway, and then there's the you get the which I think the re-release uses overuses it, but you get the flash of that face. Mm-hmm. The Exorcist faced the I, yeah. I don't know if it's a Zuzu or whatever they call it, but that man super creepy. Mm-hmm. And I agree that the re-release does overuse it. Yeah, they use it in extra parts where it's like it works because it was used so seldomly. Yeah, and it's anyway. That movie ruined pea soup <laughs> for years. I pea soup ruined pea soup. <laughs> Peas ruined pea soup. Hi. Jesse? Oh, hey. Uh, What do we got left here? I got another one that I know that Randy has on his list that I'm going to save for him because he can probably speak more eloquently about it. So I'm going to just go to Halloween. I had Halloween. Halloween. Yes, sir. And ma'am. Oh, did we? Okay. Then I only have one left. <laughs> Halloween. What? 1978. What do you guys like about Halloween? It's just a bunch of... It's just a Pretty bunch of chicks everything. walking around talking about boys. That yeah, tension, I know, I know. man. It just builds tension in the best possible ways. I like a Scary. It's scary without, like, really doing much. Well, uh, it became a running gag in the new movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, what, six people died or something like that, you know? <laughs> like, mm, yeah, still six people. Well, when, that, when Halloween gets criticism, it's it seems like it's usually from people who are like, it's just boring, nothing happens. I'm, but, Jesse, you're right. It's, it is, it's tension and it's atmosphere. And it's, yeah, I don't know, it's really good. Like, it's, 
it's definitely a, a good example of John Carpenter making the most of a low budget because mm-hmm. it it is you know right and actually like elements of it that make it so good are from it being a low budget the long tracking shots of them just walking and talking and the camera just follows them because it's expensive to do multiple takes in different camera setups you just you, mm-hmm. you let it roll and then you just follow them for a long time you don't even have to edit it <laughs> you just it's done but uh yeah i don't know it's awesome it's iconic michael myers is i love the idea of michael myers as the shape that's they called him the shape because he's not a, he's not a michael myers he's not a person right. he's not a monster he's just a shape he's just a thing that kills mm-hmm. the boogeyman like say so he uh the, the the build up and the attack from not so much the striking from the shadows but the you know the the silent hulking stalker was nice you know it, it it's refreshing to have that just kind of uh, again, the sombering just bam, gotcha, and then move on to the next one. And that theme, man, like it's yeah. oh, Halloween, man, it's the Halloween yeah. theme. It's... He nailed yeah, it, right, right? Exactly, gives you goosebumps. I don't know. That's another example of like Carpenter working, making simple awesome mm-hmm. because even like something. Uh, Paul remind me of is like the him the lumbering you know killer just coming after you and it's just like da-da and that's I mean it is it's just like da-da da-da and that's what the music does for parts of it it's just the da-da one note da-da but it's awesome it's like and yeah I, I don't think it'd have the same uh, effect if it was just you're watching the movie and here he comes walking just silent right yeah but yeah that it builds the anticipation to get your heart pumping a little bit and you know it's like okay he's gonna go he's gonna go and then it cuts into just a couple more notes and just and that's when he hits and it, it it's phenomenal it's it's the whole package between the carpenter score and just the way he shot, you know, the way everything was shot. I think that's what makes it a classic. Right. Speaking of that, I mean, like, we didn't even talk about it, but um, Jaws. <laughs> yeah, you know, same deal. Yeah. Like, the theme. Dun, dun, it's dun, the music. Dun, dun, becomes yeah. iconic, you know? Oh, yeah. Yep. It's one of the first things you learn how to play on violin. Is it? Is it? Hamburger, <laughs> yeah. Hamburger, hamburger. Oh, they, they, it was hamburger at my school. <laughs> hamburger? Yep. This is a hamburger, hamburger. I like hamburgers. Hamburger, hamburger, mm-hmm. hamburger, hamburger. And then they just go through the, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that was a great pick. And then hot who's after? Who's after Jesse? Me. You? Yes. Okay. Season of the Witch. Wait. Okay, never mind. It's my last one. Wait. As in Halloween three, Season of the Witch? No, season. No. Okay. Not Halloween three. <laughs> season of the season witch. Season of the witch. It's like Wicker Man, but better in every respect. It's uh, oh, a couple, okay. and they have a daughter, and they and they move to this uh, small town because they were having issues, and they're they're gonna try and save their marriage or whatever. They move to this small town, and then there's a bunch of basically there's a bunch of witches there, and 
the guy the the husband has to the get the husband slowly starts to figure this out but by the time he does figure it out it's too late and they all witched him up and he can either die or accept it and just live with being you know the plaything of his wife and the other witches in the town and he decides just to go ahead and how do i not know this movie this is a george a romero movie are you so, serious? Okay, 1973, uh, originally released as Hungry Wives, and uh, apparently, let's see, the film's distributor... Those Hungry <laughs> Wives. According to Wikipedia, the film's <laughs> distributor cut major parts of the film and changed its title to Hungry Wives, marketing it, marketing it as a softcore pornography film. And... And apparently it failed to find an audience there and was re-released uh, years later under the title Season of the Witch. Okay, well, that's the one that I... What? So I bet that's what they... I bet that I bet the title of Halloween 3 is more a nod to this than anything that has anything to do with the plot of Halloween 3. Interesting. I, I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah. Oh, good pick. Thanks. Watch it sometime. Yeah. It's better, it's better than Wicker Man. But actually, the first Wicker Man was actually pretty good, too, so they're both really good. They're both good from the 70s, but I chose this one over Wicker Man. Interesting. Okay. That's that, that's it for me. I'm out. Who's 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 next? You. It's you. Okay. It's I- ironic that this is what we're going to end oh, on. Oh, yeah, weird. Okay, <laughs> so this is the last movie on my list that we haven't covered already. Uh, my, my top ones being Carrie, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and The Exorcist from S4 to 3. Okay, Phantasm. Phantasm. This is a movie that still is under talked about. Like how people know Phantasm, but yeah. it's not like this should. This is. I don't think it feels that seventies. Oh, it's oh, it's so. Oh, 70s it's very seventies. It's very seventies. Yeah. Uh, you're probably yep. more familiar with the eighties sequels. Probably. It seems like Phantasm two. Was it two? Got played more on cable. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe it's because this hasn't been remade is why it's not like more in the collective co- conscience. Wasn't wasn't there a sequel in the making? There, I thought I heard there was something coming so. out. I don't even know if I've ever seen the last one, which is actually kind of a bummer. There's been there's four total, four or five, I think four. But there was always there's there's always been talk of another one and you know, I don't know. I, I think they're probably done now. Isn't like the scary guy dead? Did the tall man? I think the tall man might have passed away. Yeah, I think but so. he looked like yeah. he was old in the seventies, and he pretty much looked the same to, right. well into the two thousands, exactly nineties at least. So uh, he pretty much looks identical between this and like at least the fourth one, and there's like 30, 40, 30 years between the two. Uh, Phantasm. This is such a weird movie, and it's 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 like I said, it's one that still not everybody knows. It surprises me a little bit, but uh, I don't know how to explain it. Basically, there's this tall man. He's like the villain of this franchise, and he has this weird little killer ball technology. Yeah, what is that called? Phantasm Ravager. I should from know 2016. that. That was the last one. I have not yes. seen that one. So there's five altogether. I need to watch that. Okay. I thought they were Yeah, I thought they were coming out with another okay. one. Cool. When was when was four? Ninety eight, okay. So not quite two thousands, ninety eight. Um 
But yeah, he has these, these little. Okay, if if viewer, if you are unfamiliar with the movie, but have you ever seen these little silver balls that fly through the air? They have little things that stick into people, and then they drill into their brain, and they do various things. Sometimes they split blood out the back. No, well, that's in this movie. Uh, there's these little dwarfed people, and they're not like dwarves, and they're not really even like aliens, but they're people that he shrinks down for some reason because apparently in this other dimension that he sends them to through tuning forks uh gravity is heavier gravity i feel stronger. like i feel like he's the master you know from like the doctor who series so <laughs> <is>. <laughs> ridiculously uh like convoluted technologies that just like make things so much so worse for you every movie every one of these movies they just they blow up a a, a hemi a hemi kuda super sweet muscle car um mm. One of the sequels has a four-barrel shotgun. I don't know. It's Phantasm. It's just great. He, yes. <laughs> The movie opens, and there's some guy. It turns out to be like the brother of kind of our leads. Uh, also, one of the leads and one of the like, heroes of the franchise is Reggie, this balding ice cream man. Yep. But the movie opens yep. with some guy in a cemetery um, having sex with a woman, and we get a close-up of the woman's face. And then she turns into the tall man. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. What does the guy experience? But then the guy's dead. So there's a funeral. Yep. There's lots of graveyards. I don't know. It's such a weird world. And the sequels of this are definitely worth watching. I, I feel like this isn't even one of those movies where it's like, well, the sequels kind of go downhill, even though, I don't know, they, they might. But uh, Or the original was better. It's like, no, it's all phantasm. It's all weird. It's this whole world that they craft. <laughs> and the more that they explain of the tall man, the less sense any of it makes. So it's yeah. fun. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I skipped this one. That's why I left it for you. I don't I know like, how eloquently I put that. I don't know what to say about it's, this. It's phantasm. I don't know how I the don't know what to say. It's really good. The music yeah. is uh, in my mind, it's like one of the iconic horror things. In the 90s, I don't remember which rapper it was, but it was used as the music for a fairly big rap song that did pretty well, which is kind of cool, but also kind of irritated me because it's like, well, then there's a lot of people that are only going to ever think of that rap song when they hear that and not the the real thing that it came from, which is this awesome movie from the 70s that's super right. weird. <laughs> it's also super confusing. Like, at one point... One of the other, like, the older brother dies, but then he doesn't. And there's parts of the movie that seem like <laughs> didn't happen, mm -hmm. but maybe they did. To 70s. <laughs> there's a lot of drugs. <laughs> it was the 70s. Nobody's really sure what happened in the 70s. There's long sequences where still reeling from the, the ice cream man busts out uh, acoustic guitar and they all rock out for a little bit. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sounds fun. <laughs> Whatever. I haven't thought about the Phantasm for a while. I, I'm gonna have to rewatch this. You never seen it? Like portals. Yeah, there's portals to. It's so strange. Yeah, just, it, just the balls is enough for me. Like, kind of like Mars, but not really Mars. Some uh, red, I've seen red them, planet, but I something. Don't know them? You don't know them? <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah, what is this? Is it another dimension or is it Mars? <laughs> 
I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep talking. I don't know. Nonsense. Some kind of planet. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Balls. Is it anything like Bowie's balls? Because I don't know what that is. Oh no no no! <laughs> now I have to bleep that. Why? No, I don't know. Because because you're talking about anatomy. No, I'm not. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm talking about oh, those little spheres. Right. He does have? Okay, They're you're spheres. right. You're right. From now on, guys. The balls that Bowie juggles in his spheres, please. <laughs> Oh, Spears. All right. Oh, man. So. Oh, man. We actually got through the list. I'm impressed. I'm I'm impressed. Well, mine and yours, at least. Do we want to do Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Do you guys have more on your lists? No, that was it. I I didn't have honorable mentions, so that is my list. I had Amityville Horror, but. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. I mean, it's. At this point, it's been remade and sequeled out so much that it's. I mean, it's been beaten to a the proverbial pulp. But the 70s version was the first, right? Yeah. And Because yeah. before that, it was like a book and or something. True, based on a true story. It's a book and then real life <laughs> experience. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> real life. That's the one with the flies, right? It's got all yeah. the flies. Okay. Uh, Amityville yeah. is one that, like, it was, it was like a classic horror movie. And... I don't know that I had seen it for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's just I, one that eluded me. I saw that one when I was pretty young, too. Really? Yeah. Or it's one where I'd seen haunted house movies on TV or something that I thought was that movie, and then later yeah, when that's I watched the problem it, with I that. didn't. It wasn't. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not Amity. Am- well, it's like there's How do you say Amityville that? Horror. Amityville there's like knockoffs like Amityville Possession and Amityville Haunting and it's just like what's going on and I just want to watch the movie guys and there was some yeah like Ouija board movie that wasn't Ouija board it was like witch something and and for a long time I thought that was Amityville Horror too Amityville I think Jesse's done (laughs) yeah I can't say the word That's why it's not on my list. Um, Can't say it. Are we going to do 80s movies next, you were asking, Paul? Uh, we, could, we, we could do top five instead of top ten. But Top 20. I can't. Yeah, I don't know if I can do <laughs> five. I mean, yeah, the 80s are so ripe, man. Well, I was, I, I, no, that's why I was saying narrow it to five, because otherwise it'd be like a four-hour show. So we basically, t- we tried this. We How long? Well, this hasn't been going that long, right? It's only a- an hour and a half, half. but still. Yeah, but look at the, you know, r- remember, 80s went quantity over quality. Well, that, okay, yeah, that's what I was going to say. And this is something, so, viewers, this is not the first time we attempted this episode. We tried this on Livecast, where we used to do the live Growlix shows. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> one thing I was saying was, so the 70s is definitely, and I think I tried to get there at the beginning of this episode, uh, the 70s is definitely, there was a big boom in horror, but there were a lot of like really good, iconic, classic horror movies that come out, and you're right, the 80s was a massive boom in horror, not so many iconic classics. Uh, I mean, we got right, some right. you know iconic uh, characters. Even the iconic, it's like, we, okay, so we recently did a uh, Friday the 13th special on Grelick's Cinematic Universe. Our movie podcast spinoff. Uh, even the first Friday the 13th really isn't like that good. 
Like it's good. No. But it's not seventies. I good. feel like if it hadn't spawned Jason, even though it took three movies before he finally became the Jason everybody knows, I don't know that it would have been as I'm yeah, I mean, I know it did well at the time, but I don't know that it'd be like as iconic as it's considered now. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it'd have the staying power, no. Can I real quick? You can all the real quick. I, I have not seen these. I just wanted to share some of the seventies titles I ran across. That you have you haven't seen these? No. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh The Wizard of Gore. Three <laughs> on a meat hook. Killdozer. Three, three on a meat hook. Uh, oh, Killdozer. Oh, I've heard of that. Killdozer yeah. and Schlock. <laughs> Straight uh, to the point with that one. Schlock. Incredible <laughs> two headed transplant. Vampire Circus, the Candy Snatchers. What ha- have you done to Sol- Solange? Is that how you say that? I don't know. And then my favorite, Don't Torture a Duckling. What the hell were they doing in the 70s, dude? <laughs> I might have to take it back about how the 70s was less quantity, more quality. Oh, man. Oh, no. They 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 had their uh, schlock. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with schlock. You know, at uh, least you know what like you're the 80s, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe you'd watch uh, Don't Torture Your Duckling right after Willard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Who's that? Crispin Glover, too, right? That's the remake. Mm. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, you get 70s Christmas. <laughs> you'd have been Dang. like five. They remade that. Holy moly. Did that guy scream? <laughs> he, he, he might have done the whole Back to the Future thing. I don't know. <laughs> Did you hurt your head? <laughs> density it's popped me to you <laughs> all right well uh for anybody who's watching in the future thanks thanks a lot this will i'll up re-upload this video probably to youtube and maybe to facebook i don't know i don't know if it's worth putting hey, videos up on facebook we, uh, not not hour and a half before long. we cut out of here um <laughs> there's a uh there's a comic coming out on Tuesday. I want to make you aware a of comic, a comic book. Yes, on Tuesday, not Tuesday, Wednesday. You think this is the okay. Grog's podcast? You think we talk about comics over uh-huh. here? Yeah. <laughs> no, but we're talking horror, and it's a horror comic. Wait, well, okay, all right. I know we do. We just use, just usually don't on the live shows. Yeah. Hit hit us um, with it. I'm very interested. It's uh, Count Crowley, Reluctant Monster Hunter number one, comes out 10 23, uh, 2019. What is this? Um, it is written by David Dastmalchian, art by Lucas Kettner. The uh, premise is the aspiring reporter Jerry Bartman is furious when she's demoted to hosting the nightly creature feature at her small town TV station. But Jerry quickly learns that there is more to horror hosting than just introducing bad B-movies. Her first night in the costume of her missing predecessor, Count Crowley, finds her face-to-face with a living, breathing werewolf. Or was she just that drunk? It's the perfect uh, comic for the Halloween season. That sounds like a super fun premise. The name Crowley is familiar to me. What is that? It's a thing. Like Alistair Crowley. Uh, uh, Alistair, yeah, yeah, Alistair okay, Crowley. Yeah. Yeah. I say the cover art is amazing. So, um, It's uh, Dark Horse is putting it out. Mm, good. Uh, and uh, Desmalchian, uh, he's really big into the old school horror stuff. Um, you've seen him in some movies, uh, 
he's in Ant-Man. He plays Kurt, the computer guy. Okay. From Ant-Man. Uh, he's the new Murdoch on MacGyver. You don't watch CBS, Randy. You haven't seen him. I'm, I'm not 60. I don't watch uh, CBS. I like MacGyver. Leave me alone. 60. Uh, yeah, uh, but no, it's it seems like a it's really an good urban book. thing. Do you drink your urban drink <laughs> while watching your sixty-year-old uh, CBS shows? <laughs> okay, Maybe. I'm sorry. So, how did you Maybe come across? I will. This? Yeah, do you have? But no, how did you come across this comic? Um, actually, I, I follow uh, David on Twitter, and we talk a lot, and he. I noticed that it was coming out and I thought this would yeah. be a good time to mention it. So people didn't forget it. Uh, he's doing signings throughout the country where I'm hoping he comes local to do some signings soon. Cause I mean, he was born and raised so in not Kansas. Too far so. out of here anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a Midwest boy. So, like and his favorite comic is Moon Knight, so. All right. He's a very interesting. All right. Yes. Guy. Oh, your your webcam just went. That's Count Crowley, Reluctant Monster Go Hunter. Go check it out at your local comic shop. Shop local, unless they suck. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of local, uh, Lenny Vernon, BA Trucker, is going to be uh, releasing their newest issue. If you're watching this live uh, on Saturday at Krypton Comics in Omaha. Saturday, uh, Saturday, Saturday. Spoiler, Saturday, nope, Saturday. not watching it live on Saturday. <laughs> hey, oh, man. Uh, I believe one, uh, Jesse and Paul are watching us live. <laughs> I'm not even watching us. I'm just like monitoring the chat that we've basically banned. <laughs> we our, our chat is, yeah. Get out. Uh, auto <laughs> Message deleted. This Delete. is Grolix. Yep. You've so, been Grolix, fool. Hopefully Slap. the chat aspect will get better. I, you, you can't expect too much on our first stream. Well, I mean, I'm sure you guys don't expect too much. I expect a lot, but I can't. Expect a lot on our first stream. Um, at least the chat we did have was kind of exciting for half a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. It, it derailed everything. Yeah, it did. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, uh, future viewers and listeners, I might pull the audio from this. Uh, I don't know. Depends if it's... I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, thanks for checking us out. Uh, you could find more of... You can find more Grolix Podcast at GrolixPodcast.com. Uh, we do the Grolix Podcast, which is usually TV and comic book talk. And if you want movie talk, check out Grolix Cinematic Universe. Uh, you know, we, we do a lot of TV and movie talk on this show, on the live shows, because Randy's a sellout. <laughs> Why not? Randy's a seller. No, because I, I don't really... If you guys want to talk comics, go for it. I don't got nothing to we, say. We, I haven't been... We have a strong tradition of horror. I mean, like one of the first comics we ever reviewed on the show was The Other Dead. So we like we like our horror. We like our the zombie crocodile. Yes, that's right. I'm a little surprised. Yeah. We we expected yeah. to hate that too. And what, was we it? loved it. Because that's when we had the comics what was it? Basically 
flaming is it flame flaming poo flaming like poo. flaming poo review it's a, I don't know why we thought that was a great <laughs> gonna, name for a we're segment. We're going to find but, a yeah. comic that sucks, and then we're going to talk about it. And then we read, like, The Other Dead, and it's like, oh, this was pretty good. This was fun. <laughs> I mean, like, is it good, or do we just like it? Doesn't That's matter. True. I don't know it. that it was good, but, you know, whatever. It was fun. It was tongue in. It was incredible. It was incredible it was, in it its own zombie, way. Like, to, to its holy cow. Shit, like, or to its, uh, whatever, a, pro, a compliment. It was zombies from an angle that you don't really ever really see. If I'm thinking right, it was basically just animal right. zombies, right? Yeah. Yeah, and then, and then hashtag thanks Obama for saving us from oh, zombie yeah, crocodiles. About that. <laughs> there was the whole redneck and oh god, I forgot about that like political thing they threw out there. Yeah, it was like the total like totally anti-Obama type guy, and then Obama, and we we're like, okay, That's saving the world. Thanks, Obama. One zombie That's crocodile right. at a time. That. That's so yeah. funny. All right. Well, oh, hey, man. you can find that in the backlog. That God, that's from like almost six years ago at this point. Almost six years. Uh, you can find our podcast on all the regular places you find podcasts. And uh, we'll be doing more live streams in the future. Uh, probably next week, but I don't want to. We're a little all over with our schedule, so I don't want to say for sure just yet. Um well, next week would be Halloween. No, yet. not Halloween yet. Thank God. Thank God. Not yet. We're almost getting there. We're getting, getting there. there. Still got two more wonderful weeks. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, enjoy. Hey, Paul, enjoy them. Where can people find your stuff? At Moose's Marvelous Wood Burnings and more. I'm not used to the name change okay. yet. Where we have. Podcast and wood for you at Moose's Marvelous Wood Burnings and more on Facebook.com. Uh, hey, Jesse, you got anything you want to tell people about? Hey, check out <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Twitter.com slash Grogs Podcast. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Grogs Podcast. YouTube.com slash Grogs Podcast. Twitch.tv slash Grogs Podcast. Instagram. All the Grogs Podcast. Pinterest. Do it. I'm actually more active on Pinterest lately than I am on like Instagram and stuff. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Oh, it's not interesting. Movie covers and comic book covers. And it's, it's not Pinterest stuff related to the wait what mostly. I, I just started. A it's not interesting. Uh, life coaching, life coaching BS. Life coaching BS on Pinterest. Yeah. Cool. I mean, if you like that kind of stuff. Cartwheelspodcast.com. Yeah. Whenever. No, you can promote that, man. (laughs) Why not? Do it. Not even why not. You should. Tell Uh, us about your podcast. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's it's like a Pinterest page, but for your mind. That might be (laughs) the best I don't know what that means. If you want to get women who like podcast and Pinterest, and guess what? There's a pretty big overlap in that that market right there. That's a good pitch, Jesse. You're going to get... <laughs> you follow that. I'm gonna pin that one. Yeah. I'll repin it. That one. Okay. That's what they're called, right? On <laughs> Pinterest, they're repin it. Or I guess yeah. you just pin it so. in the first. Yep. Hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for listening and watching. <laughs> I feel like it, it did, really just went off the rails. Fortunately, it yeah. went off the. It's yeah. just in a pit. <laughs> we'll be back.
But before I do that, I got to report this show because this is garbage. <laughs> oh, nothing. I didn't say any words. This show? <laughs> Stream information. Uh, no, I mean I need to share the show. That's what I. That's what I meant to say. Share it. What is all this? 